0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blob Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Katherine Gordon, your host and the author of Sugar Freedom, at sugarfreedom.com. So the last two shows have been a lot of fun. We had Success Story, Sharon Smales, and we also had Don Sylvester, who told us about final phase fat loss and gave us some really great instructions about how to lose weight, whether it's the first 10 pounds or the last 10 pounds. But I was thinking about what I could tell you that would be the most helpful thing that I could offer to you in your journey to get off of sugar and lose all the weight you want and keep it off for good. The reality is, is that when I was overweight and obese, that was a function and a symptom, actually, the outcome of my compulsive overeating. So what would happen is, and this started really about when I was about six years old, is I would get into sugary or starchy or salty foods and I would find that I couldn't stop. So (laughs) I didn't get to a weight of over 200 pounds at five foot one by eating normally. And I didn't yo-yo between 155 and 165 for seven years by eating normally either. No, my overweight and obese status was a direct consequence of binge eating. And I've shared my my early memories of compulsive consuming slice after slice of white Weber bread before. And I find it hard to believe that I'm sitting here talking to you about a food binge uh, 45 years after that. That early memory but here I am again. So don't be afraid to listen to this story. It has a good and hopeful ending. And as I sit here, uh, writing about this, um, I realize that I've got something to offer and a story to tell that can really, I, I think can be very helpful. So let me talk about what happened the last episode with my last episode of Overeating. I had just finished a photo shoot for a transformation contest. And what happened was I got greedy. And I talked to my students and my clients at Gordon Studio, and I write about this. Getting greedy is when you cut your calories too low and very often when you increase your, your training too much. What can happen is you may have an event coming, photo shoot, end of a transformation contest, who knows, even a big date or a big night out coming up. and. I'll talk on my own terms, I have a tendency when those things are coming up, I sometimes cut my nutrition too low, try to lose weight too fast, and try to add in different little tricks uh, with my exercise that often end up backfiring. And then this is exactly what happened. So I allowed myself to become too hungry. And at this point, the snack food starts to call out to you. Now, we don't always have complete control over the food that's around us. We can manage the food that's around us, but we don't always have complete control because we live in a world with people who are normal eaters. In my research, I find that people who are sugar addicts or who are compulsive overeaters are about 15% of the overweight population, not the general population, but the overweight population. So you've got 85% of people who don't necessarily need to eliminate sugar and starch and flour totally in order to end compulsive overeating. But I am one of those people, but I happen to love people who are normal eaters and who are naturally slender. So there are foods in the house that are not necessarily freedom foods, shall I say, and those foods tend to be available. When I am well prepared, when I'm eating well, when I'm having my freedom foods, which are my Organic pastured eggs and uncured bacon and um, organic spinach and kale and tomatoes and all the beautiful, colorful vegetables I love. And also low sugar fruits. I tend to be in a really good, calm, happy place. Food is nutrition, it's energy, and I get to eat and I get to go on with my day. Especially when I'm drinking the tonic, which as you know is, well, if you don't know, you can check at sugarfreedom.com slash blog. But it's Bragg's apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, water, drink that in the morning, and then uh, start with my good freedom meal in the morning. When I'm eating this way, I generally don't get tempted into binge eating. Unfortunately, sometimes I get greedy and I start limiting those meals, limiting what I'm eating, trying to pull my calories down. Unfortunately, very often down to you know even below 1,200 calories a day. Even though I don't believe it's all about calories in, calories out, calories can be a way to warn you if you're trying to undereat, and also warn you if you're trying to overeat. So getting back to actual what actually happened, um, I was hungry, I was stressed, and I got into of all things. The white bread and it's so strange the way it starts you start to think about the food it becomes an obsession in your mind and then there you are eating it and what happens with me is it starts with toast and then it goes on to things that are more sugary things that are more creamy and it builds and it builds and it builds until my stomach is so full that I can't take anymore. And what was really terrible about this last episode is I ended up for three days in a row feeling compulsive, getting triggered, and then finally it ended with me coming home from teaching um, a class at my fitness studio and literally driving to the grocery store and getting a specific food that I knew was going to be sugary, was going to be starchy, was going to be easy to consume and get down fast. so I could get that that hit the same way that you would get a, a hit from a drug. And when I was done consuming this particular sugary starchy item, I was in so much pain. My stomach was distended. Um, My head was aching. I could feel my joints start to swell, and I ended up literally having to go to bed at 6.30 in the evening and sleep it off. I felt sick, but I couldn't get sick, and I literally had to lay there in bed and sleep it off. So I stopped that binge essentially by eating so much I couldn't eat anymore. But I do want to share with you that there have been times in the past that I have been able to stop myself before I've arrived at that terrible, terrible point of just total pain and literally having to sleep it off, almost like almost like you you pass out from overdrinking. The way that that can be done, and of course, let's prevent the binge in the first place, you know, eat your healthy, non-compulsive foods, stay satisfied, and then never get into the situation in the first place. But if you do find yourself in this position, in the past, I have been able to stop by settling down and asking myself what it is that I really, really want. And very often what I find is that it isn't food, it's usually rest and peace. And that could mean breaking the cycle, calling a friend, which is really hard to do, uh, reaching out to someone else, uh, going to a movie, going and doing something else. A great choice break the cycle, go do something else. Let's talk about movies. I, for the last five years, I haven't eaten in a movie theater and it's kind of a safe place for me. um, because it is not my habit to ever eat and watch a movie at the same time. So if you can develop that habit, going to see a movie can actually be something that can break the cycle for you. What if that doesn't work? There is another way of breaking the cycle. And that is to sit down and say to yourself, what is it exactly that I am craving that I want to eat? And then either go and purchase and prepare that item and eat that item. Very often, it's going to be something much higher quality than it was than what you're grabbing around the house. Very often when I get stuck in a compulsive overeating episode, I'm eating foods that I'm not really enjoying. All they're doing is giving, giving me that sugary, starchy, salty hit. So if you can stop and say, what is it? What really, really high quality food is it that I'm really craving? Go prepare that, buy that, eat that. and Very often that can stop the episode. So there's a couple of ways to stop the episode. Unfortunately, you know, one of them is just until you're so full, you're not eating anymore, go to sleep, sleep it off, get out of the house, go do something completely different where you can't eat, or figure it out what what it is that you're really craving. Go and have that, and then you're going to start fresh the next day. I have found over seven years of being more in the solution than in the problem here. It really is the next morning after a bout of compulsive overeating that you can get a fresh start. And the way that you do that is very specifically, you've got to drink plenty of water. Please drink the tonic. Um, This has been a true lifesaver for me. And then you have to sit down and you have to commit to and prepare the foods for the rest of the day that are going to serve you. Biggest problem that you're going to find, biggest problem that I find is that you may not be hungry the next morning. Now, that's OK. If you're used to eating your breakfast at seven or eight, it's OK to go ahead and eat it maybe a little bit later. But but it is so important to discipline yourself if you are normally a, a good freedom breakfast eater. Even if you're not hungry in the morning after a compulsive bout of overeating, you've got to eat that first meal. You don't want to stay in this cycle where you say, oh, all right, well, I just, I won't eat till noon or I won't eat till two. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're back going to the grocery store looking for a binge food or a trigger food. No, you've got to be proactive. You've got to preempt the hunger by eating your healthy, normal breakfast, your healthy, normal lunch. I do want to digress here a little bit into the concept of intermittent fasting, which which we sometimes use uh, for fat loss. This is not the time to try to do an intermittent fast early in the day to try to make up for what you, ju- what you did the night before or the day before. Please don't use this tool here. As a matter of fact, among my clients and readers who are mostly women, what we find is... Uh, fasting for a long time in the morning and not breaking your fast until noon. What I find among women and especially women my age or older is that this is not effective. I find that women, they need breakfast. So another way to get out of the binge cycle is make sure that you have that breakfast. And for me, that's going to be the healthy proteins. That's going to be your pastured eggs, um, uncured bacon. Um, It it could be a high quality, low sugar, low carb protein powder, especially if you're vegetarian uh, you looking for well, looking for options can be difficult, and there are some very good uh, protein options that are out there that are low in sugar. But you've got to you've got to eat that that morning meal. Um, indeed, though, if you are a vegetarian, there is absolutely nothing wrong with eating vegetables for breakfast. Every morning that I have a good morning, I'm eating lots of good, colorful vegetables for breakfast, and I am talking about spinach and red cabbage and carrots, all kinds of delicious vegetables, colorful, generally cooked in olive oil or coconut oil, actually more normally coconut oil, and then uh, with some turmeric, some sea sea salt, even some ginger, just makes for an absolutely fabulous way to start the day. So there you have it, you've got to get back in and you've got to start eating that first healthy meal in the morning and then your lunch. And I do want to give you a couple of, not really secret ways of eating, Uh, but these are some techniques that I have used when things get really serious and I need to get them stopped. And one of them is, here it comes, is literally a steak and egg day. And this is something that they say that Vince Gironda, the iron, iron guru used to use uh, with his weightlifters and his bodybuilders. But for me personally, what it does is it gets me full and it gets me off of all of the trigger foods. Another technique that has been used in the past has been uh, to eat eggs and low sugar fruits. The idea is, is that when you're coming off of eating compulsive or trigger foods, it can be very difficult because what happens is you can kill your appetite for the healthy wholesome freedom foods that you're used to eating. So you have to find a way to convince yourself to start eating those wholesome foods again without resorting to trigger foods. Let me put it another way, because I think that this point is really important for me and also for my readers and my clients. Often what they'll say is, what do I do if I'm not hungry for breakfast if I don't have an appetite for these wholesome foods? What you need to do is you need to find those foods that aren't trigger foods, but that are that, that, that do make you look forward to eating and make you want to eat. So for you, that might be something like um, blueberries and, and and Greek yogurt, uh, you know, Greek yogurt that wouldn't be sweetened with sugar, of course. For me, of course, it might actually be a grass fed pastured steak, something to help you bridge the gap between the compulsive junky foods and the healthy foods, which I happen to call freedom foods. So once again, the way to stop the binge can be to stop, think about what it really is that you want and go get that. Stop, go do something that isn't going to involve food. And then the next day, you've got to get back on, drink the tonic, drink plenty of water, and then make sure that you're eating that first meal that is going to get you full on those non-compulsive foods. The one thing that you absolutely do not want to do is get up the next morning and say, okay, I'm just going to starve it off. If you try to starve it off, all that will happen is that at one or two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to be driving back out to the store, just like I did, and grabbing those compulsive foods again, and then boom, you're back on the roller roller coaster. The good news is is that if you drink the tonic, you drink your water, you eat your freedom foods, for me personally and for many of my readers and clients, you're going to find that you're off the roller coaster in as little as 24 hours, and this is really exciting because for me, um, the consequences of, of eating sugar and wheat and flour and starch are not only bloating And weight gain and also being really 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 angry with myself no the other consequences are also joint pain so what happens is I'm in a position where I find it very difficult to do my job which is working as a coach and personal trainer because I'm literally my joints are literally in pain in a way I'm very grateful for this reaction because when I eat my trigger foods when I eat my compulsive foods the effects aren't just weight gain and bloat gain, the effects are actual physical discomfort and physical pain, which gives me all of the incentive that I need to get off of them. So I will leave you again with the idea of how to prevent the binge and the compulsive eating episode from happening in the first place. And that is to do the shopping and do the preparation and do a commitment to the foods that serve you every morning. Make it a habit in the morning, Sit down with your coffee or your tea or your water or your tonic and make a commitment to the foods that you're going to eat that day. And then also make a commitment to your shopping, whether it's twice a week or once a week, that you're going to shop for and have available those wonderful foods that are going to serve you. And then finally, prepare those foods. Make it so that they are easy to grab. Biggest mistake that I make when I get busy is that I don't have the high-quality proteins and the high-quality fats and the high-quality vegetables available to me to eat immediately if I get in trouble. Because let me tell you, if I've got a piece of uncured bacon cured, um, excuse me, cooked and ready to eat, I am highly unlikely to be reaching for the bread or the peanut butter or the grapes or the bananas, which very often are my gateway foods into a serious binge. And so the final tip that I wanna leave you with is understand what your gateway foods are. These are my seduction foods. And I'll tell you what they are. They are bananas, they are grapes, and they are peanut butter because they're always available in the house because they are generally Healthy food for people who are not compulsive eaters like like me. So prevent eating the gateway foods by making sure that your satisfying foods are available, whether that's Greek yogurt or whether for me it's uncured bacon or whether it's hard-boiled eggs. You need to have those foods available to you. I'll tell you what else I love to snack on are those wonderful mixes of sauteed vegetables and coconut oil, the cabbage, the spinach, the carrots, the zucchini. Oh, fantastic. If you prepare it right and season it right, you're going to enjoy eating those more. So I'm so glad that you have not had an opportunity to join me for how to stop a binge and then how to get over a binge because this is a serious issue and I think that we need to deal with it. Sometimes it's not pretty and sometimes it's not fun. But I do believe that if you're a person like me who has been overweight or obese very often, it comes from serious, of overeating, and we need good strategies and good tools to stop those. So thank you for tuning into the Sugar Freedom Show. Coming up, we're going to be getting back to success stories and more keys to getting to transformation and to great fitness. Sometimes we do want to stop. We want to pause. But we do want to deal with the serious issues of overeating. And once again, thank you for joining me today. I'm Catherine Gordon for the Sugar Freedom Show. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.